Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another episode of the Upland Property Experts. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How are you doing tonight, Thank Me Later? Another day in paradise, my brother. Yeah, another exciting week in Upland. Uh, we got a lot to cover tonight. We have a guest recurrier. He, he'll be joining us later on. Uh, we'll be talking about... Uh, uh, a new hot runner, I guess that you'll call these. He's setting Upland on fire right now. Took everybody by surprise. VIP, VIP, VIP. That's right. Uh, VIP, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about the AMA that was held over the weekend. Uh, we'll talk about there's a what is the event on Friday? The Walk of Art. The, the SF Art Walk. There you go. The SF Art Walk, and uh, we'll recap the University Mound. Uh, event that was a very cool event that was put on there and we have a uh, upland central shout out yep upland central uh and we do have a nft giveaway and we have a rally a support rally to announce at the end of this podcast also very exciting yes now i know 50 different individual listeners listen to us using the apple podcast we have three reviews. Three. <laughs> what? Come on now. How are you going to only give three reviews to 50 listeners? Minimum. Yeah. So, come on, guys. We know you're listening. I'm picking on the Apple Podcast listeners. Don't worry. I got I got the Spotify people coming up. I'll, I'll call you out in another episode. But right now, we're working one platform at a time. So, you're listening <laughs> if you're listening to us off of the apple podcast on itunes make sure you subscribe make sure you're rating it and make sure you're writing a review for us so we can help expose new players to upland and if you are a listener that did find us uh, because we have wonderful listeners that are providing great reviews and uh, great ratings what is upland well i tell you what i don't know why i did that accent uh, <laughs> Upland is a metaverse where you can play, earn, and connect. Um, this is, you know, a, a, a next-gen platform really, you know, based in the blockchain and NFT world. Uh, there's going to be properties and NFT assets that blur the, the real world and the virtual world. Uh, there are massive communities that are getting behind this. There's all kinds of art. And uh, I get property right now is probably the biggest thing. Uh, the cities that are launched are San Francisco. I'm sure we're going to talk about the inevitable uh, release of New York, which is probably at this point maybe days away. I'd um, say days exciting. away. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if you're not playing – uh, please join. There should be a link in the description. Um, and if you use that link to join, you will get a 50% bonus on your first UpX purchase, which is honestly a, a sweet deal. It's the best thing you're going to get. They don't run a lot of promotions on, they don't really run any promotions that I know of on UpX. So, uh, yeah. You get your seven day newbie login for seven day UpX bonus, and then that's it. And there's no extra bundles. It's just, hey, your one-time sign-up bonus. So take advantage of that. And that by the metaverse, it's blurring between a virtual world that's based off of real-world properties. So all these addresses right now are based off of San Francisco addresses. 
And the inevitable New York in a couple of days, that's going to be based off of New York addresses. So you'll be building a virtual world on top of real world things. So it's pretty cool. Um, And it's been growing over the last year. So it's something you should definitely check out. And on to, I need to get some music to transition into the numbers. We need something exciting that I can just play to fill us into the numbers. Um, oh, like an old-timey like typewriter or something? Like a, a t- ticker tape? Like... I can find something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So our, fa- our favorite part of the numbers is, uh, first off, we'll talk about properties. Um, thank me later. You just make everybody sick. I mean... <laughs> the, the, hey, what what's this nonsense? These are these are I broke fifteen hundred. Yeah, these numbers oh, were from this morning, um Thursday, oh, August thirteenth. Um probably about I got it about six AM Eastern time. So Yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, I it should be over fifty it doesn't matter. I'm about fifteen hundred. That's where I've been at. Um I'll probably spike here. Uh, a couple buy some more uh, with uh, New York and everything launching. Toddler, yeah. wait, where is Brett? Holy crap, Brett! I know you're listening, dude. You are you've dropped to <laughs> six. What in the heck? I'm very disappointed. He um, he used to maintain around eight hundred and thirty four. He's about a hundred lighter than usual. He might be getting liquid for New York. Oh yeah, he's definitely getting liquid for New York. Dude is a hustler. Every time, like if you if you zoom out and like go to the market, like you'll see it's like Brett, 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 Brett. Like he knows. I mean, it's smart money. Like you you get the the smaller properties. I mean, you make a thousand, two thousand a pop. I mean, he's he's moving. I, I think he just hit over five hundred sales. Yeah, five hundred trades. But yeah, I mean that's mostly sales. That's crazy. Now Sunstar jumped up. Um, he he busted into the top five. Yeah. Yeah, Sunstar. I know he's he's working on some mad, crazy stuff behind the scenes too. So he's doing more than just stacking properties. He's yeah. he, he's going to be popping out some cool content soon. I, I can feel it. And he flips some properties too. Um, our guy that we called out two weeks ago, Eric P. Martin, he jumped up again. If we look back from our data from two weeks ago, he was uh, he was at four thirty eight. So he added about seventy properties to keep him in uh, the top ten at number nine. And uh, then you... that's not the big news. No. No. What's the big news? Come on. The big news, if you haven't seen it, then you probably aren't looking at the challenge board. Buck Wilder. Came in and went Buck Wild. Buck Wild. Absolutely (laughs) appropriate name for an absolutely insane play. So... I, I mean, I'm hoping that he knew about the event that he's going for because um, he's crushing it. I don't think anyone's going to catch him. Um, you know, he's he's now top 10 at 456 properties, over 12 million net worth, like, in a week. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, right massive now. Massive VIP. Yeah, massive VIP. Right now he has 378 properties purchased in the Hello NYC uh um, for uh, pro and director. So, I mean, Buck Wilder, if you're listening, man, there's a couple more bubbles that you can win to get first dibs on, or you're really going to surprise us and 
drop more cash on it. So uh, whenever yeah. he came in, he's picked up uh, just about 80 properties, and then he went buck wild. Um, I know just last week we were talking about him uh, in Discord saying, hey, check this guy out. No collections. He did get properties into collections, and he had about a net yeah. worth of about $4 million. Uh, he's up to $12 million. We'll, we'll get into that here in a minute, but he's clean, climbing that board too. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. I, I love it. I think he's probably going rumor, – rumor has it, and by rumor I mean the thing I just made up for this podcast – uh, is that he's going for the uh, the the next thousand? So I have that bounty of a hundred thousand upex for uh, the next player to break uh, a thousand uh, properties. So I'm going to go with rumor has it he's going for that bounty. Yeah, he, he's gonna he's gonna drop all that money for a hundred dollars. <laughs> it's also redeemable at Applebee's, in case you didn't know. Okay, I'll send you an Applebee's gift card. <laughs> I mean, at least give him a Visa gift card or an Amazon gift card. No, nope. nope. you have to go and wait in the parking lot of Applebee's to get your cold nachos and cheese. No, that's it. You get your nachos from Applebee's? I mean, I don't, but whoever wins this gift card might. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Over on the net. Full disclosure: there is no Applebee's gift card being given out. <laughs> like, I'll just clear that up. I want to get a message on Telegram or, or Discord, like, "Oh, you're doing that Applebee's promo?" Yeah. Like, no, it, it will be felt. So, what do I need to do for this Applebee's? I want me some baby back ribs. <laughs> right. So, when we do discuss net worth on this podcast, the numbers we do get is just net worth and properties alone. So, if somebody is sitting on some UPEX, it doesn't go into this equation. Um, and last week we had Dizzy Bill Gates on, and uh, him and Noyce to meet you, uh, the Jeff Bezos of Upland, they keep battling back and forth. So Noyce is up to 45 million UPEX, and Dizzy's cracked that 40 million UPEX mark. And then, uh, thank me later, Kent and myself, we round out the top five. But uh, Buck Wilder breaks the top 10 with his 12 million UPEX. Uh, he's just a chart climber right now. Yeah, I, I expect, I'll be curious to see how many new top 10 we get with um, with New York opening. I know there's some whales sitting out there just waiting to jump in. And I know once, once Upland works through being able to access your private keys and once you're able to have true, true ownership um, and you can have your, you can have things flow in and out of Upland from, from be it out your NFTs in and out. That's going to bring in a lot of people. Um, I think our guest today, uh, Recurrier, I think I was having the conversation with him about that. I can't remember if it was him or somebody else, but it, it's once you get that flow of NFTs and the ability to move your assets in and out freely and have that ownership, there's going to be some people that are really going to swoop into the game and uh, shake up this top 10. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Any uh, anything standing out on the network that you want to talk about there? No. But again, Buck Wilder, top ten, pretty exciting. Um, yeah. 
looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to the first 50 million. Um, I'm sure with New York coming out, one of these two guys, one, one of these two is going to break 50. But Sunkiss Green is still impressive, sitting in number 12 spot with only 42 properties and a net worth of just under uh, 10 million UPEX. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive, especially when you consider that is property value. So it's 10 million UPEX in property value. And that's those are some big, big, juicy properties. And your favorite, your favorite collection. They're all your favorite co- collections. Who are we kidding? But uh, area. So I'm curious how Buck Wilder ended on this. We didn't talk about this before. No, we so, did not. So, so it's interesting. Again, there's a lot of different ways to slice the numbers. Um, yeah. So, like on on size. So you could tell he's bought a lot of properties, but they're pretty small. He's at uh, he's only at twenty thousand. He's at less than twenty thousand total um, up squares. So yeah, he's buying he's buying the smaller properties, which makes sense. I mean, that's how you, I mean, that's how you climb those charts that quick um, without like spending. I mean, he is spending millions. Who am I kidding? But um, it would cost a lot more to buy big and do that especially now because most with uh, the property development and all that people are buying up these big lots. Yeah. And it keeps them in the top 25. He comes in at number 23. So that is our, that's our chart shaker for the week. Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't see uh, Z Hidalgo catching you anytime soon. You continue to widen the gap each and every week. Uh, There are still a lot of big properties that have not been released yet. Um, because you got the people searching each and every day looking for that. And uh, dailyuplander.com also helps you see as soon as those, so you don't have to go search across your upland map anymore. You can just uh, do a nice little quick search and see if they're available yet. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, we'll plug everybody on this show. Everybody that provides content to the community. And, uh... Let's see here. Brisbane, Australia is our number two listens to city lately. Thank you, Brisbane. Hong Kong's creeping into the top five. I think they were there last last week too. But uh, we guilted Costa Rica in. But uh, not much. Uh, not much changing on our listeners out there but we do appreciate the listeners each and every week uh i know recurrier is going to be disappointed because he likes to listen to this podcast on his way into work and he's going to be a guest tonight so he gets the inside uh gets the inside scoop on it so i'll have to find something for his drive to work tomorrow oh well given the numbers you probably did, did you listen to the the numbers podcast because that could use a couple booths so yeah yeah, and that was yeah. that was a good episode. And this is just the last thirty days, so or less than or last twenty one days. Yeah, so other than that, that sums up our numbers. Um, got anything you want to speak to on those numbers? No, pretty straightforward. So, uh, with that being said, let's uh, bring in our guest. Recurrier, uh, you—he's uh, been very helpful in teaching us 
all about uh, getting our getting our crypto wallet set up, and he he's also doing some content too for uh, Upland. Uh, he just posted a great article about navigating neighborhoods and collections in Upland. Very easy read. Took some great screenshots to walk you step by step through it, and uh, he does the Upland undercover. How you doing tonight, Recurrier? Hey, how you doing? Good to be here. Yeah, thanks for jumping on with us. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so yeah, I, I ping, I ping too, Stuart. Like it's five minutes before we're about to record. Um, hey, do we have a guest tonight? He's like, no. And then all of a sudden, I see him Discord. Hey, anybody want to be a guest on the show? Like, wow, what kind of two bit operation are we run in here? Like, you said it, two bit. Oh goodness! Hey, that that newborn's kind of uh, throwing everything out of whack. So next week I go back to work, get back into a routine, and uh, it, it will be a lot better. We got room for improvement. So what brought you? I'm trying not to repeat all the questions, but if people haven't seen you on the Upland Action News or read uh, Upland Gurus, uh, meet a meet an Uplander. Tell us a little bit about what you brought. What brought you to Upland and what you really enjoy about it? So uh, I've been kind of doing the crypto thing for a while, and I was looking for a uh, easy-to-play mobile game that was blockchain-based, and a lot of them out there are basically gambling games, um, dice games. Some of them are, you know, repackaged with really nice graphics and different stuff, but they all boil down to a gambling game and Upland was different in that there was a lot more advanced gameplay, but it was still blockchain based. And so, you know, got into it and started initially thinking, yeah, I'll throw a couple bucks at this. And then, uh, got sucked in and, and more and more into it. And lo and behold, now it's like, big 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 thing for me i guess yeah we're we're glad you're part of the community uh you've definitely been very helpful in a in a lot of aspects to it um oh yeah for sure like i still i'll be honest the only wax i've ever gotten is like her hooked me up with like a side deal of like i just like transferred him some other stuff out of a wallet that i, I didn't really understand and then he just like gave me some wax i still don't know how to buy wax i'm sorry Luckily, I've made a little off of uh, blockchain heroes, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go to like uh, Wax Training 2.0. When you, when you well, actually, it's funny you said that. Just uh, I think today or yesterday, the Wax Cloud Wallet integrated credit card buying directly for Wax. What? So, yeah, it partnered with MoonPay, and people have their issues with MoonPay on how they do their, you know, pricing and stuff. But right in the cloud wallet, you can go in there and um, there's now a button for buy wax. They also did some other updates. So you can see your um, atomic asset NFTs right on there. And there's some other stuff, but uh, yeah, you can buy wax directly through there. You'll have to do the KYC uh, and all that stuff to use MoonPay, but you can buy it right there. And then once you buy it in your, centralized web wallet uh go transfer it to a desktop wallet <laughs> <laughs> yes get it get so you don't it get locked out of any more <laughs> releases 
So, since you brought that up, oh, I did. Okay, here's my first correction of the episode. It was free range chicken I was talking to, not Recurrier, about just being able to transfer your NFTs in and out and being able to move your assets around. That's going to bring in a lot of whales. Um, a lot of great conversations in the community. So, that was free range chicken. Didn't mean to slight him on that and not give him credit. But, Recurrier, since you did bring up the, uh, the hot mess that was the blockchain heroes release with the wax wallet. Tell us your thoughts on that. So that's actually kind of funny. I was in the telegram the day before and we were talking about how things were going to be and, and how you would have to do the sale. And everybody got really defensive. You've got to use the cloud wallet. Cloud wallet's so much better. It's more secure than a desktop wallet. It's more better in every way. And then they said, well, you can't even open your packs without the cloud wallet. The, the website that's designed for the pack opening only works with the cloud wallet. So I had to make a shift in my plans and, you know, figure it out how I was going to do it with the cloud wallet. And uh, that ended up being the wrong decision because, you know, the day comes and the cloud wallet being a completely centralized service uh, crashed. And the only people that could buy cards were people that were using their own desktop wallets. And so those people with Anchor or Scatter or whatever got all the low mints, got all the buying at price and then uh, an hour later when they did the second sale, same thing happens. And so it's kind of unfortunate. You have an entire brand built about, you know, blockchain and uh, blockchain heroes are all about decentralization. But the whole promotion for it pushed everybody to a centralized wallet. And, and all of the biggest fans went, use that centralized wallet, and that crashed. So... It's kind of uh, a little bit of pie in the face for those guys, um, but it's a lesson learned, and hopefully uh, the Wax Cloud Wallet people take a closer look at their server management, and um, hopefully other pack opening websites will integrate desktop wallets and stuff like that, and not rely solely on a single product with a single point of failure. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of us were super bummed, left a sour taste, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's especially, I think it hit the Upland community uh, because there was so much excitement in Upland and with the whole Super Miles competition. Everybody was really pumped, and um, I think it really, yeah, it really swept legs out of underneath of a lot of people, so... A lot of people were bitter and had a bad taste in their mouth and even after and that was bad they made fun of garbage patch kids and and their release and they turned around and do the same thing but it is what it is we move forward and we got onto the secondary market but as we're recording this podcast oh go ahead oh, i was just gonna say yeah i mean we, we all eventually hopefully got cards through one way or another and, and it's lessons learned from all of us. I think it was a great lesson for people that are new to blockchain as to why maybe a desktop wallet is uh, not such a bad idea, being in charge of your own destiny. 
Um, and it, uh, I'm sure it taught the people at Wax and, and the Bad Crypto guys, you know, important lesson. And hopefully they'll learn from that. Next time they have a release, they'll make adjustments. Yeah. So as we're recording this, um, currently we're at 39.52% of San Francisco being minted. Once we hit that big 40%, we open up New York City. Uh, looks like it's going to be the lower east side where Thank Me Later has the first uh, New York City property. Are you more excited for the New York City release or property development? Uh, I think for me, it's property development. Um, the most exciting thing about the New York City release for me is that some people are getting rid of some really impressive properties uh, for some really nice prices because they want to get liquid for New York. So I've had the opportunity to get into a couple of financial district properties that I would not have had a chance to get at uh, a month ago. And uh, so that's the way it's working for me. I figure with all these bubbles with New York City, I, I've got time. You know, I can go in on the 42 bubble or the 44 bubble or the 46 bubble whenever I feel like it. So right now I got a couple of things I want to focus on San Francisco and and get things straightened out the way I want to there. And then I'll hit New York City later on. And uh, property development hopefully will be coming along and, and that's going to add a whole nother level of complexity to the game. So I think that's more interesting to me in that it's a maturing of the game. It's another level. New York city is cool, but it's still, you know, just properties, property spaces that are waiting for the next thing to happen. Do you think people are going to be prepared for the sticker shock in New York city? Um, I think it's going to catch a couple of people off guard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it it's, it's going to make sense with real life property costs in the city, which are, are outrageous. Um, but that's, that's the way it is. I really hope that, um, you know, they've talked about the plans of opening uh, suburb areas to San Francisco and maybe parts of Brooklyn and different stuff like that. I look forward to that just because it opens up the gameplay for new players and, and lower value players. So I think that's going to be really important thing to come up and uh i think that'll be a lot of fun once that happens yeah are you looking forward to a particular borough or not borough but a neighborhood in the manhattan release so i just kind of got the whole um marvel nerd thing going so um the defenders are you know in harlem and in hell's kitchen and i kind of would like to pick up a couple spots in hell's kitchen just because i think it's fun um, but other than that, I don't have specific spots that, um, I have in mind. I think it's just going to be a matter of me poking around and kind of seeing how the gameplay develops there and how the prices develop there. And, um, I think I see myself sometimes a little bit as an opportunist, you know, the most interesting neighborhood to me is the one that's 85% sold out. Which one's that? Oh, there's a couple. Um, there's a couple coming up in San Francisco. Um, I like those uh, kind of middle tier 
collections, uh, Russian Hill, Pacific Heights. Uh, there's, there's some interest there. Um, people are buying everything slowed down, um, on the big properties and a lot of the directors have slowed down getting ready for New York city, but there's a lot of people that are just happy to stay in San Francisco. So stuff in sunset and mission, um, is still moving to, and that's the great thing about this metaverse that Upland is, is you, you know, you just said you have the, those properties that you're eyeing over in Hell's Kitchen and, you know, everybody has their little thing. There's haunted houses or houses that celebrities own or are properties that businesses have their headquarters in and just a, a lot of speculation or just personal ties to brands or, or series and, or just personalities in themselves. So it's, it creates all these sub collections, just like your personal collection. Uh, do you have any speculation of, uh, have you speculated on what you think any uh, collections will be for the Manhattan release once those become available months down the road, once New York transitions out of vanilla mode? Uh, well, you got to suspect they're going to do something with wall street or financial district. I, I honestly think it might be Wall Street. Um, there might be some uh, neighborhood tie-ins. I'm sure there's going to be a handful of neighborhoods that they're going to have something for. Um, maybe Avenue of the Americas, that might be a thing. Um, there's Times Square. I mean, there's, all, there's so many things that it could be. I think if someone's really slick um i'm gonna kind of just give this up right here because i'm not gonna chase it but i'm not sure if people thought about it this is a blockchain game and uh there are going to be some blockchain fans that are playing this game and the first ever physical bitcoin trading floor uh opened up across the street from the new york stock exchange in New York City, and um, if you go find the address of that and you buy that thing, there's going to be some Bitcoin maximalist that's going to come in and pay through the nose for that. Ooh, so you max that property, you buy it, and then max it out with all nines and wait for somebody to make you rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'd make it $21 million. $21 million is the uh, maximum supply of Bitcoin. There'll never be more than $21 million Bitcoin, so... But they got to find the four million that's missing. Well, yeah, not missing, just stuck. <laughs> <laughs> so twenty-one or seventeen million. But yeah, that, sure. But that's still—I'd max that out at all nines across the board. Somebody will pay it. Could be. Could be. What do you have for him? Thank me later. Um. What would you give, like, okay, so I think, I, I, again, I've made it very clear always that I've come from a gamer background. Uh, what would be your, like, number one piece of advice for a gamer who's getting into the crypto space? Like, what's your number one tip? Oh, geez. Um, I guess it's not specific to gamer. It would be anyone that comes in, um, there's a really good message about taking personal control of your finance and 
being unafraid to uh, keep your own private keys. But sometimes that comes out very negatively from from some people in in blockchain. You know, it's all f the banks and you know eat the rich and stuff like that. And and the good message gets lost. Uh, you know, I think it's one thing that you learn from being in blockchain is to take responsibility of your private information, take responsibility of things like passwords, use a good piece of password management software that's trustworthy, use different um, passwords for every site, use two-factor authentication. So many of the lessons learned in blockchain are really lessons about taking control of your own life, taking control of your own finances and being personally responsible for that stuff, being your own bank. And um, that can also apply to any other type of security type thing. And um, learning to not be afraid of that, learning to not rely on someone to be able to email for password recovery you know, those are great lessons to be learned. And and there's a little tiny bit of complacency sometimes people get with trusting the company to take care of you. And uh, I think those lessons learned become applicable across across your life. Um, And then, you know, peer-to-peer money exchange is awesome. You can send anything to anyone anywhere in the world in a second. It's super cool. But what happens when a dog eats your private keys? Well, you've learned a very tough lesson. Um, you know, the, the, what I was told and what I've grasped and, and, and gotten into when I kind of got into blockchain is you always want to have multiple copies and you always put them on paper with a pen um, some people say you go then laminate that piece of paper or, or you waterproof it somehow or whatever, or they have like steel key keepers. Um, and you get a couple copies of that and, and you put them in safe places or, or safes, something that can lock up, you know, some people that are super security conscious will take their private key and split it into three pieces and put it in three different states in the country uh, i don't think most people have uh that type of of uh concern or moving around that much money but yeah if you make two or three copies and lock it up somewhere where you know you and maybe just someone who would be your heir would have access to get to them then if your house burns down and you have it in a safety deposit box in the bank you don't have to worry you can always get your money. Nobody can stop you from getting to your assets or your money. You know, with NFTs, we're going to be able to keep assets on blockchain and um, money and all of those things. And some people are all in in crypto and don't want to keep anything in, in fiat money. And I don't subscribe to that. Um, but, but it's a great hedge against, you know, who knows what happens with economies. So, have a little bit in crypto and have a little bit in stocks, have some fiat, have some gold. Just have a bunch of things in a bunch of places so that you will always have access to something. 
no matter what's going on. That's some pretty sound advice. And a lot of people, yeah, just put it in the bank because you could have a house burned down and those fireproof safes aren't always fireproof. So now if yeah. you, if you were to run upland, you're in charge, you're Dirk, you're Iden, and you run upland, what would you do to the game? Well, you only get to run it for a day. Yeah, a day. Not for one day. For a day. Jeez. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think they're on a pretty good path. I think that they are taking feedback really well. Um, I... I don't know. I guess I just have to do something for fun. You know, I'd start turning on and off properties randomly to see if people could like catch them when they come on. Like, Hey, (laughs) that one piece of property while it was available for 10 minutes, that should cost 3 million upex. And we list it for a thousand, like, cool. Good job. You know, (laughs) I just, because if I'm only going to be there for a day, I might as well raise some hell and then be like, peace out people. I'm gone. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think they're, they're, you know, doing a good job. Um, and, and the only other thing that I would really, if I was there and if I could set priorities, I would set priorities on, on getting people direct access to their private keys and giving people the ability to control their own assets. I would say this has to be a very, very high priority that and, and Fiat out because, the, the crux of it all um, is having access to your own property and being able to move it around freely. So I would, I would set priorities on that and, and then mess with some people with some super cheap properties and see who got lucky. I like it. Now, is there a way, I hope, hopefully there's a way that for the people that want their private keys, Upland can provide them their private keys and the people that are your casual gamer, your casual player, um, that they don't want any business to do it. So hopefully there's a way that they can satisfy both bases that, hey, you can own your private keys if you want. If not, we manage it uh, through how we manage it for the people that want nothing to do with it. So hopefully that is in the works because I know it's really important to the people that came from the crypto land. The gamers are just, they like the ownership aspect and then your casual people are just like, I just want to play a game. Yeah. Yeah. I think they've mentioned that as part of their roadmap for sure. But given their market as casual gamers, priority it really is. Did you just it's definitely something that they want to do to get to. Sounded like you just chucked your microphone across the room there. Thank me later. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think the biggest thing is just to give people options. You know, don't force people to take their private keys. Don't force people to sign in with a password. Um, oh, and 2FA, they do get on like the author or author or something like that for a cell phone is one it's not the best a couple people say like I don't have cell phone reception and I want to make the transaction you know so that's another good one to uh, prioritize and everything you just said there I lost somebody's connection just went kind of 
screwy. It, you were broke in and out if you could repeat that. Oh, dang. Okay, good. I thought that was just me. I was like, dude, what robot? No, and he froze up. So we'll see if we can get him back. Um, oh, man. Oh, you man. Your editing skills, or are we just going to give it raw? We're going to nope. give the, the robotic recurrier. We'll, we'll hey, give the robotic yeah, recurrier. <laughs> you glitched <laughs> out on us. Dropped for a second. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was just saying, you know, give the players the option to do what they want, and, and then people will choose their own path. I like that. So, uh, that's everything that I had for a recurrier. I appreciate you coming on as our guest this week. And uh, it's always nice to get to have the conversations so people get more familiar with us because Upland's more about the community. That's that's the enjoyable part of it. I feel bad when I, I'm like, oh, man, I have like 150 things that I have to read now because I've been so busy. And you, you just feel so disconnected in a day from not checking the Discord on the community. Yeah. You have anything else for uh, Recurrier? Thank me later. No, I, again, I always appreciate, uh, you know, you're very patient and uh, uh, thoughtful. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're a really good member of the community. I, I really appreciate the perspective you bring in. Uh, Thank you. All the help. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, I just wanted to mention a couple things. Um, you had said, you know, there's that navigating neighborhoods and collections uh, piece that I wrote. Uh, check that out, uplanduncovered.com. Uh, that has all of my pieces on there, and it's also uh, mirrored on Publish OX, so you can find me there as Recurrier. Um, that really, I, I tried very much to look at that through the lens of someone uh, their first day in Upland and trying to figure out all the tools and how to get them to work. Uh, I am working on a piece right now. I'm trying to get the numbers right on how to reach Uplander status without spending money. Um, so getting to that 10,000 for uh, free, you know, it's a free to play game and, and there's, there's a path there, but you got to do a lot of things right. And then, um, and then I'm working on a, a series that's going to be coming up that uh, will, I'll just say kind of, relate to the neighborhoods piece that I uh, just published. So um, look for that. And uh, I guess I'll see everybody on discord. There you go. Thank you so much. And he's just always, he puts the facts out there for you and he says, Hey, here's the facts and make your own opinions of it. And that's very nice. And your writing style is very nice and easy to follow. So we do appreciate uh, you educating us on the crypto stuff. Uh, and the content that you're providing for Upland itself and then you're putting up there. So do appreciate that. We do appreciate you coming on tonight. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks very much, guys. Have a good yeah. one. You too. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, so the Ask Me Anything, that went down on Sunday, and there was just a rapid-fire set of questions there. Uh, what was what was your biggest takeaway from that? Thank me later. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't get to join it live. Um but uh, I, I have gone through, I need to go through it again. There's just so much content. Um, I'm really excited uh, about some of the property development stuff uh, that's coming. Um, that You know what, you put me on the spot and I knew this was coming. There was a couple of posts I'd have to actually go back to because again, so much good content. 
um, so, oh, race cars, like talking about car races and stuff like that. I was like, dang, that's going to be super legit. Uh, so yeah, I have to digest it more myself, but that was definitely some of them. What about you? Um, I mean, as you said, there's, there's a lot of content and it's great. Anytime you get a chance to sit down with the developers or the, the people that created the game and understand what their vision is for the game. And it, it cleared up a lot of uh, questions that people were always having. You know, people wanted uh, API support for third party for the development of that. Um, somebody did request dark mode for map. I think that would be pretty awesome. So uh, I didn't did give the drool emoji over that. Um, one of the things that I did find interesting is they did talk about the default yield at 17.3% ROI and it's expected to get adjusted down as more interactions become available. So will you be able to reach that again through exchanges and businesses and all that stuff? I I was kind of intrigued there is, well, will that go down, but yet your ability to still generate that income increase yeah, so I mean, I think the idea is that right now, I mean, you don't have to do anything to earn 17%. You just kind of buy the property and you get, I mean, that's an insane yield um, to have guaranteed. So I think the idea is that when businesses start opening up and jobs and different functions like that, you're going to have to earn your way. Like you'll still get some passive income presumably through interest, but it's not going to be nearly as much. So they want to shift to give people multiple income outlets. That isn't just um, owning the property and getting the interest from that. So I think things like leasing, um, I'm very excited. I, I actually started, I had like kind of like an aha moment. I didn't quite understand how leasing would work. And I don't know that it's how it will work, but like, and and I I won't go into it too much, but essentially imagine you have um, like, uh, I'll say financial district because why not? Let's say you have eight financial district properties for some reason. um, And so only four of them can be in a collection at any time. Well, let's say you don't own any financial district. So you're not using that collection bonus. So if I rent them to you, so let's say my yield on my financial district is 100000 a month. I could charge rent at like 200000 a month to somebody else. They would get those properties uh, as part of like their collection. They could add it to their collection. They would say get 220000 a month um, in OPEX. So net-net, you make more they make money. So they didn't have to buy the financial district, but now they're renting it from you and they're making up X from having it in a collection that you weren't using. And then let's say you have some properties on there. They can bring in um, their stuff. I don't know. Just a lot of potential. And I started thinking about that, you know, the mindset of the original founders that have the founders badge going on. Their mindset of when this started in June of 2019 is different from the mindset of you and I who started in January 2020 and the mindset of the people that are playing right now is different than the mindset that we came in. So I'm intrigued to see once we get the property development and just the mindset of the people that will be running properties and their mindset and how they attack the game. So there's different 
there's different strategies, I think, towards the different places you've came into the development of the game. Yeah, I think that that's a, that's a really fair point. Cause I mean, right now everyone's focused on property ownership. Um, but eventually, you know, it's going to be about business ownership and, you know, multi-city travel and, um, events and all kinds of other stuff. So, yeah. And I did see out of the, ask me anything. Um, a lot of concern was based on we got a lot of visitors coming in, but they don't seem to stay long. What are we doing? What are the plans to retain them? And it looks like they're putting, they have some plans and some things in place that they want to do to help maintain these players in the game. Uh, the Fair Start Act that we talked about last week. Um, also, they started dropping the metaverse. You know, that was an, that's been a new term that we've been, uh, been hearing lately through these guys is the metaverse um where you're not necessarily having to own major properties so you guys out there and gals that have 100 properties that's not going to be common at some point in this game so you're sitting on a gold mine right now if you're digging i mean even 50 properties i i think i don't think a well, lot especially of- in san francisco right because that's 50 properties and in San Francisco proper. So. Yeah. So they are working to improve the first time users experience. Um, and that's what we've always talked about. And that's what you see in discord too, is everybody's asking the basic questions. The tutorial wasn't the greatest, but they're working on improving that. But at least that's still high on their priority because that's what it's about is continuing to grow the game. Um, and then, yeah, there was, there was so much, that was a great hour and a half. Um, and I know they're putting that into a medium article and that should be out shortly. So everybody can capture that and everybody can, uh, see what happens there and reread and reread again. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be getting content from there for at least another week or two. Yeah. And then we have uh, we have the event going on on Friday, August 14th. Uh, some of you might be listening to this before the event happens or the event already happened, but the San Francisco Art Walk. What do you think about the Art Walk? I'm excited. I, I'm excited about this as it's really a community event. It's a 12-hour, it's a participation-based event, so it's not a competition in the sense of first gets the prize. It's Everyone who participates will get all the prizes. Um, it's more casual. It's a 12-hour window to collect some UPEX. And uh, really the big prize to me is the exclusive uh, N- uh, Explorer, which right now they're not NFTs, but they, they are going to be NFTs at some point. So No, they'll never be NFTs. Explorer. You are wrong, my friend. Never going to be is, I, SFTs, semi-fungible tokens. What the hell? I can't. Of course, Refurrier's <laughs> gone. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, as soon as I said that, I was like, you know what? It's not an NFT. It's some other FT. Yeah. But I don't know. It's a semi. Well, I don't I don't, know, I don't know what that means. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. I don't know either. <laughs> but it's been referred <laughs> to. <laughs> I just like telling you you were wrong sometimes. But yeah. Yeah. No, as soon as I said it, I was like, that's all right. Yeah. No. But that 
that is going to be the exciting part. You know, somebody needs the Oprah meme. You get an SFT. You get an SFT. You get an SFT. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll make that happen. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a trading card with Oprah. You get an NFT. You get an NFT. Yeah, no, I don't need I don't need to get sued by one of the richest people in the world, thanks. Yeah. Got to live dangerous sometime. <laughs> Out, so. Speaking of speaking of NFTs, so I, I probably I, teased at the beginning of the show. So this is a, a special edition of the podcast. So um, it's actually Vertus seventy seven has made a limited edition print for the UpX podcast. And if you're not familiar with Versus Vertus's work, uh, go check it out on Atomic Hub. It is crazy cool. He's got a couple different series that he does. He has an Upland Job one, which has been fire. He has an Upland Neighborhood one, which is super cool. Some people, like the, the new one with uh, his creepy llama portraits. I like them. Other people uh, have mixed feelings. Bro, that's uh, nightmares and horror movies were made on that stuff. That's just, <laughs> that's cre- I mean, it's it's cool that he did it, but I'm on the creepy boat. No, I love it. I can't wait to put it in my house. So, I mean, this is a big thing. I mean, we're, we're seeing the roadmap now of Upland um, squarely aligned to having uh, external NFTs like these WAX um, NFTs that we're creating on Atomic Asset, like Blockchain Heroes, um, like CryptoKitties, so not just WAX blockchain, uh, the Ethereum blockchain as well to be able to bring them into your house to start with decorating and then eventually have galleries and sale shops and all kinds of cool stuff. So for me, this is super cool. So anyway, the contest is not even a contest. We're just going to give a free copy of this NFT to anyone who pings. Um, you can ping me, thank me later or uh, too stupid. Don't ping us both. We're going to keep a single list. So uh, just ping us with your, um, wallet, your wax wallet ID. And if you don't know how to do that, ping recurrier and he'll no, no, just, <laughs> just post it in chat, just post it in the fan discord and uh, somebody will help you out. Uh, we have a whole wax chat uh, area for it. Um, absolutely free five days. So if this comes out, uh, presumably it'll come out. What on the 14th? Uh, pretty close. I'll upload it tonight 14, since I don't have to so, work. I mean, I'll, I'll run it all the way to the, uh, to the 20th. So end of the day, 20th 20th central standard time. Yeah. August 20th. I mean, again, we're not, we're not super official. So just, but I will close it out on, uh, on August 20th. Um, so ping us with it. You'll get a free NFT. It's super cool. Hopefully they become super collectible. And if nothing else, I'm going to hang it in my house. It looks super cool. I've said that like 600 times. We'll get feedback on that. I'm sure. (laughs) <laughs> it, it does. It is a nice piece of art, artwork there. I, I do like it, even though it's creepy. It's got the creepy <laughs> line. <laughs> it's creepy. Um, but yeah, I do like it. It, it, it was a very, uh, I, I like the design for this. So make sure you ping us with your wax wallet so you can get this NFT. And then we'll see who t- turns around and sells that. So uh, we did have to help the push for 40% minting of San Francisco to get the first bubble of New York City Manhattan open. Uh, 
the Lou Daddy, Z Hidalgo Kids, June June, and uh, Masters, they put on their uh, university mound competition. Um, that was the biggest player-sponsored event going on in Upland to date. Uh, they ended up awarding six prizes to that, and the contest went until University Mound sold out, and they did a pretty good job helping push us to 40%. Yeah, well, I know. I mean, I bought over a hundred properties, and I know a couple other people bought. Of course, you know it happened right before, uh, you know, the official contest to buy, you know, as many properties as you can. Uh, but amazing contest. Um, those type of things are not easy to put together. Um, my hats off to them. Um, you know, to coordinate that and to to get it across multiple. Um, you know, high level uplanders and then get it out to the community and run it. That's a huge amount of effort. So kudos. Yeah. Good job to those guys. Uh, let's see here. Um, the winners though. Uh, what is that? Matit? Matit? M-A-T-T-I-T? Matit. Okay. So he won, uh, he won the big, big prize, uh, the 810 Silver Avenue out of that so that was pretty awesome uh dizzy won the free voucher for masters 2911 realty service uh recurrier picked up 30k hanford picked up 30k uh ryan 600 picked up 30k i picked up a hero deck and uh china picked up the tk mega and uh ksmh picked up 30k Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I mean, I, I love to see the diversity in the winners there. Um, congrats to everybody, um, and especially to the Upland Central Master Lou Daddy combo um, for putting that on. Yeah, and at first I, uh, I got hit up saying, hey, have you watched the video? I'm like, I'm sorry. Usually, usually I'm pretty good at reading the content, tweeting it out, retweeting it out, commenting on the content, but I've just been so busy the last two weeks. I'm like, nah, I haven't. They're like, uh, go watch this, uh, go watch, go to this minute and this second of it and watch it. And my mindset, I'm like, I'm just going to give this away. You know, unless I go, unless I get the 810 silver Avenue or one or the hero deck or the TK mega, I'm just going to give it away. And then come to find out I got the hero deck. I'm like, never mind, not giving it away. <laughs> Did you open it? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, these these are the these are the hero decks, the unopened are the physical hero decks. Oh, the hero deck, not the hero pack, duh. Yeah. Sorry. Cause that's not confusing at all. No, not at all. Um Oh that I did forget to talk about uh the San Francisco art walk. The only thing they made it a 12-hour event, so anybody in any time zone can do it. I just wish they would have just done 24 hours because since it's not a competition and everybody gets to get their treasures as they go on the on the walk and see these different part, pieces of art, you know, make it a day just in case. You know, 12 hours, still kind of limited, but still a very cool event. Yeah. I mean, I like the, tw- I mean, I'll go, I'll play devil's advocate here. Like 24 hours, like you can kind of be a slacker and get in in 24 hours. Like there's no 12 hours, a 12 hour block covers every time zone. 
because by the end of this, all the answers will be posted. I mean, there's a, they actually, for this time, they have their own dedicated channel. So there will not be a fan server channel like we did for the other ones because there's one in the official uh, Discord now. And then they're getting some new community people, like some community leaders in there. You know, hopefully they're inspired by the work we're doing or they figured it out themselves. But, um, you know, so by the time, you know, you get off of work or you can wake up for 15 minutes and go click these, you know, eight visits and get your prizes and call it a day. Now, I, I agree, you know, I'm going to try and do it independent. Um, and just since it isn't a competition, like I'll just, you know, play and, and, and travel around and maybe do it with like one or two people. But yeah, I mean, it's completely doable by everybody. And I think it, it makes it a little bit more exclusive. Like you have a 12 hour window to complete this task. Yeah. Uh, but, I get that. Yeah. Okay. They could do 24 hours. It wouldn't kill them. <laughs> No, it wouldn't, but you could be a slacker too. Yeah, that's true. Really off my game this week. Um, I didn't do the disclaimer that we always do right at the beginning of the episode. So yeah, I can still put in the disclaimer. So I'm doing my due diligence. Upland's not responsible for the content of this episode, even though thank me later and myself are both UCM members uh, we do not have any bonus information or advanced knowledge that would gain us any benefits in any way, shape, or form, and we are not employed by Upland. We're just two passionate players about the game that enjoy talking about it each and every week to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, again, we do this for the community. I mean, we obviously love it ourselves, but, you know, we, we hope that, you know, the community gets something out of it every week and they look forward to it. Um you know, that's, that's what really drives us. Yeah. Uh, it makes my day every time everybody's excited that, uh, that we got a new episode out. Um, and that was something we did talk about is we wanted to do a New York city release kind of like zoom. I, I gotta really start thinking of it because we're going to hit this New York city release by uh, the 15th or the 16th. It's not going to take long to take another thousand properties. Well, I think we can live stream in Discord. We can. And we can record know, it, like, too. How hard it would be to record it, though? It's it's not hard. Um, we can also, yeah, we could live stream it. I, I just wish there was a way that we could see everybody, like, what we were looking at was everybody's screens and one of us just commentate. Because... Once New York City does open, you know, we hit the 40%, there's going to be a 48-hour notice, and then the five minimum. winners are going to get minimum a chance. Minimum 48 hours. Yeah, so minimum 48 hours. <laughs> they, could, they could be like, oh, it's going to be in a week. Yeah, and then the five winners get a chance. So. Well, wait, wait. No, no, no. So the first, because the first bubble is already open. So whoever's there is there. The five winners of this one will be for the next round, I think. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because this bubble's already open. You can go travel there. They're not going to send everyone back. Ah, uh, that's true. Like, because then they wouldn't have opened it. So, like, this bubble's already, like, open to people. There's already people swirling around. Yeah, nobody so, wants I, to come back. They're like, I'm just saving and waiting. Yeah, right? So, do, 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 do. yeah. We'll ping the immortal founders for the last. 
Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work on the last one. Yeah, we'll, but, we'll ping that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like, but the, that's that's how I understand it. It's like you're at the net. You get exclusive for the next one because you can't. I mean, unless they do something weird. Yeah, we'll find that out. We'll check out uh, Discord. I'm sure we'll we'll have a chat about it. I'll I'll dig a little more into YouTube too and see if we can live stream something on YouTube slash Discord at the same time, and. Because that would be cool is we can just flip from player to player. Hey, what are you doing right now? Where are you at? What are you looking for? I think it would be pretty fun. Oh, yeah. I got my list. I've been I've been scoping out at least for the first bubble. There's probably, uh, there's only about 12 properties that I'm interested in. But, um, yeah. I have four on my list at the moment. Um, four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a good number. They're going to be expensive. They are. Like, I- it's not going to be cheap. I think a lot of people as excited as they are for New York city are going to be in for sticker shock. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Because it's New York city. It's not San Francisco. <laughs> well, I mean, even with San Francisco prices the way they are. Yeah. It's New York. It's Manhattan. Like, yeah, they're, you're not going to find the, you're not going to find the 30 up squares for 3K or the 19 up squares for 1.9K. Not That's, in Manhattan. No. Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn though, FSA. Yeah. Um, sure. But if everybody's thinking that the prices are going to be the same for Manhattan and San Francisco, uh, not going to happen that way. No, I mean, again, speculating. We don't know. They could have <laughs> could be super cheap, but based on the one property that's open, um, it's a fairly pricey per up squared neighborhood. And you're not even moving on up to the east side. You're in the lower east side, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just saying. And you haven't even got to Midtown or or the financial district. It, it will be interesting, but. We'll get there. We'll get there shortly, and uh, we got to figure out how we can live stream or do something fun with that. With maybe even the UCM members or whoever's interested, uh, ping myself and uh, thank me later. Hit us up in a message and tell us you're interested in trying to do something live for the release in New York. Of course, it's always dependent on if we're at work, who's at work. Is it a weekend? Please do it on a Saturday. Please do it on a Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, right. Do not do a Friday morning. Um, yeah. No. Uh, one of the other things that we usually do cover in this podcast is the DAP radar stats. 24 hours, we're still number three at 1.8K. That's down uh, about 100 users. That's four daily users from last week. Our seven-day, we're at 5.5K. Uh, that's actually up 100 users for a seven-day average. Um, uh, number two. And the 30-day, we're at 9.2K, still sitting in second place there. So hopefully the release of New York City will spark uh, more new users, more daily active users. The Fair Start Act will help keeping some of these uh, new users around. And then also just some of the things that the team's going to implement to help keep new players around uh, we did create a new, you did create a new channel on the Discord fan server for uh new users 
Oh, the uh, the raid, the visitor raid. Channel? Yeah, the visitor raid channel. Yeah, so if you're a visitor and you're trying to, and I know Recurrier's putting stuff together around that, um, and you're trying to get that at 10k, and you're and you're kind of trying to do it on the on the cheap, you know, make a fun little post, be creative, don't just post an address, uh, put a picture. I think someone bribed us with a picture of their baby. Um, I've seen some other like house party like ads. Um, post it there and um, yeah, put your, make sure you put your uh, Upex visitor fee to a hundred and uh, yeah, you'll get some people visiting. You can, you know, make a thousand, 2000 Upex that way um, pretty easily. And the better you are um, at uh, your posts, the, the more visits you'll get. And you could easily hit Uplander without spending a penny um, if you capitalize on that. Yeah. Um, also on the discord, I did look from earlier today. Jim Juice would like to hear our speculations about New York collections. We kind of talked on that with Recurrier. But the interesting thing is, is do you think there'll be inaugurals? Do you think the people that win the contests that get first selection of the bubble properties, will they count those as inaugural properties? Uh, no, honestly, I mean, you're going to have inaugurals for each bubble. I, I don't know. That seems too much. I mean, especially, I think if they if they tag it the same way that they take the, the actual inaugurals that just takes away a massive value. Like that would be a real, that'd be a real shot to the original inaugurals. Like honestly, so I, I don't own a bunch of inaugurals. I've pretty much been, you know, I've voiced my opinions about it before, but I, I'd be kind of sad for the people who are collecting them. If that happens, I just feel like that would diminish that value. Yeah, that that was my thoughts too. Yeah, it's the, you know, having a Genesis star for a first property in each new city. I get that, uh, but to have an inaugurals, no, that's that takes away from the original properties that the closed beta people got. You know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, last question was from Kaiser Twelve talking about uh, merging multiple properties you own on one street. Um, the, the They have said that that will be further down the road. It's not going to be in the first wave of property development. Um, so Yeah, I'd be surprised if they ever actually do it, honestly. Like, maybe. The thing is, like, if you own a bunch, like, you can just thematically, I mean, you can't build the bigger buildings, but, like, you can do your own, like, theme in the area. I mean, I think, especially since they're NFTs, like I don't even know how you would do that because the 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 development is attached to the NFT. Like, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the technical hurdles to make that happen. I own multiple groupings of properties, so I could, it would, it would probably help me some, um, but I'm just planning on doing like thematic uh, buildings or like a collective, like a, a certain style or collection or like type of houses in an area to make it interesting. But yeah, I, I know in some cities people do own parcels right next to each other and they build big buildings on it. Is it possible? Yeah. Are they going to do it in this game? Not really sure. It's on their it's on their list of things that they're considering in the future, but is it something you're going to see here in the next 12 to 18 months? I don't think so. And once again, I have no insider information. That's just my speculation on that because, you know, one of the things people were excited for 
were squads, but squads are still there, but they're pretty much on the back burner with the New York City release, the property development, the business licenses, all the other stuff that's really transforming Upland from a virtual property trading game into a metaverse uh, that blurs the real world with the virtual world. Yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. So, as always, you know, I got on our people that listen to us on the Apple podcast. So make sure you're subscribing, rate our podcast, go ahead and leave a review. Just tell everybody how awesome we are and tell everybody that, you know, you can't play Upland without us. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but make sure you're doing that because it ultimately does help the game. Uh, that helps bring new players in and uh, we do thank you guys for listening each and every week so make sure you're subscribing rating or liking and leaving reviews also if you are not playing upland go to discover.upland.me forward slash upx um, dash podcast for your 50 percent bonus it will also be posted in the description of this podcast Uh, and what do you have for us thank me later Ooh, uh, so, before so, uh, I have to remind you, oh. we have the we have the Inky support rally. Yeah, yeah. So the Inky support. So I'll, I'll do a couple plugs here. Upland.guru. Um, we do some really cool stuff there. Articles like uh, Meet an Uplander. Uh, also links to all of the other great UCN content um, can be found there. Um, the UFA art, which is on Atomic Hub, Upland Fan Art. Go check us out uh, at uh, atomicasset.io uh, and check out the Atomic Hub. I think we're in the top five still. There's been some new contenders, but, I mean, we were moving more volume on that uh, exchange than uh, Garbage Patch Kids that for, for a good amount of time, um, and we're going to continue to grow that uh, in conjunction with UFA. So, uh, a little while back, there was a, I'm not even going to call it a hack because it's not a hack. It was just like a, a brute force, like password, username, trial and error, and then hit a couple uh, a couple people. One of those players is Inky, um, super cool guy. Um, chatting, I was chatting with him today. We're going to do a, a benefit. He lost about 100,000 upbacks in property um, to this. Uh, and, I mean, he's been really humble about it, and he, he understands, like, you probably should have, you're going to recur your use different passwords, you two, two factor authentication. So he owns that it was his fault, but uh, you know, it's an unfortunate situation to a, to a solid uplander. So what we're going to do is he's purchased um, some properties. Um, uh, well, I guess I'll tell you, they're on Congress Street if you can find them. So we're going to do a, 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 a inky support rally. Um, he's got 10 properties up for 15 K each um, on Congo street. You can find them now. We don't have, I don't have the NFT made. So, um, but those, whoever buys those 10 properties, so you, there'll be one NFT per property um, to support Inky. Um, if all 10 of them sell, uh, that will essentially recoup his losses um, from that unfortunate incident. Um, you will get uh, a good property on Congo Street and a commemorative NFT for um, supporting your community member and my personal. And I'm sure Inky's, uh, you know, uh, grat- gratitude as well. I will be purchasing one myself. Um, so at least one. So, 
Yeah, so nice. everybody yeah. check that out. And just because it's posted for 15K doesn't mean you have to buy it for 15K. You can make an offer for a little more. Yeah, if you, were, if you really want to be a, a – just buy it for 15K. They're 5K properties. You pay, <laughs> pay 15K. Just, you, you don't need to be – you know, if you're really feeling generous, buy two. Um, so the more details will be posted in the, the Upland uh, fan discord. Um, so be sure that you're, you join the Upland fan discord. Yes. It's, it's all about the community. Uh, as always, thank you guys for listening guys and gals. And, uh, we look forward to, uh, next week's episode. And hopefully we're talking about the release of Manhattan when we talk to you next, everybody have a good, good week. Talk to you soon.